Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Work Party, the mini-sode. In these mini-sodes, we'll be sitting down with some of the many brilliant women who have work partied their way to the top. We'll be asking for their best entrepreneurial advice for women like you who are creating and cultivating the career of their dreams. Whether you're running the show or balancing your side hustles, we are giving you the Real Talk business advice you need. Today's Work Party mini-sode is coming live from the Create and Cultivate conference. Our team sat down with Ashley Tisdale, the actress, producer, and entrepreneur. With a new album on the way and a rebrand of her cosmetic line on the books, we asked Ashley for some of the best advice and what she's most looking forward to in her career. Hello, Work Party listeners. I'm Heather Records, the marketing director at Create and Cultivate, East Coaster, and resident cat lady. Today, we're live at our Create and Cultivate Chicago conference, and I'm lucky enough to be speaking with some of the phenomenal entrepreneurs and game changers that will be hitting the Create and Cultivate stage. I'm here with quadruple threat singer, actress, producer, and entrepreneur, Ashley Tisdale. Welcome to Chicago. Thank you. Thanks so so much for being here with us on Work Party. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So... You recently acquired Illuminate Cosmetics by Ashley Tisdale from BH Cosmetics. Yes. And now you have full control of the line and you're in the process of doing a full Mm rebrand. Why did you feel it was important to take matters into your own hands and take the company into your own hands? And what can we expect from the line? Just starting out with the low balls, you know? (laughs) I was like, geez, okay. Um, Well, I think that, you know, while I was uh, creating the line with BH Cosmetics, I realized that we had two very different customers. Um, BH Cosmetics uh, has very very, uh, YouTuber friendly makeup professional. And a lot of the girls I was seeing on my Illuminate Cosmetics Instagram were, you know, just like natural. They were, they're still learning how to do makeup. And so I, yeah, me too. So I was just like, wow, my customer is exactly like how I am. If you give me a palette with 20 eyeshadows, I am overwhelmed and I do not know what to do with it. I use one or two tops and then the rest never get touched. Exactly. So that was pretty much like why I wanted to take over. Uh, Also, a lot of stuff was not in my control and that, you know, was really hard for me um, because I'm controlling. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. You're allowed to be controlling. I'm very passionate about my brand. And so 
Um, so yeah, taking it over has been really cool and super fulfilling because, uh, I feel like I just think in the marketplace, there really isn't anyone servicing the everyday girl who likes to wear makeup, but isn't a makeup professional. And so our stuff is really beauty made simple and the palettes are really easy to use and they are still buildable, but they're just like, there's not, it's not overwhelming at all. Well, you should meet up with the Everyday Girl founders. There's literally a company really? called the Everyday Girl. They're from Chicago. They're both here at Crane no Cultivate Chicago with us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I know. Be awesome. I'm so excited. Partnership. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Made it happen. So one of our work party roles is to know that money is power. How do you navigate the financials of a decision like this acquisition? And what's your advice for women who are looking to make money moves in their career? Hmm. Interesting. Um... Wow. That's a good question. I think that obviously it's always scary taking over a company. Um, you know, you're in your fundraising stage and that is always very scary. It was very new for me. You know, I've always been a very independent person and I've always made my own money. And so it's just to be in a position where you're like, okay, so I'm creating a brand and this is how much we're going to need. And it's like a very, you know, typical thing in a company. And it's just like, you know, obviously I put my own money into it, but you go through all these different stages. And I think that it's something I've had to learn and it's been very different. And it's just like, I think at the same time it can really scare you, but I think it should never scare you enough not to do it. Because I think no matter what, if you have an idea and you believe in it and you you know, you know why you're doing it. That's all that matters. And I think you should figure it out and you'll figure it out along the way. That's exactly what we always say. Start by starting. If you have an idea, there's never going to be a right time to make that acquisition or to make that move. Um, you just have to start and figure it out. Obviously like setting yourself up for success, like give yourself a timeline and some goals and set yourself up with a little, um, fiscal runway, but it's never going to feel like it's the perfect time. So if you want to do it, just get to doing it. Exactly. Amazing. So obviously like, you know, you were saying it was like not an easy decision, but, um, so who are you going to for advice and for, um, just, you know, conversations about entrepreneurship and what this process might be like? Well, it's been really cool because I've just been immersed in the world of, CEOs and founders and investors. So there's a lot of dinners that I attend that no one really, like I don't put on my socials or anything. And it's, um, it's really cool because you just get to learn from other, you know, CEOs on, on, you know, when they were in the fundraising stage and they did, you know, certain things. And so I think you get to share those experiences, which is really cool. Um, but also I come from a long line on my mom's side of inventors and, um, my cousin is actually fun fact, Ron Popeil. He's like my third or fourth cousin who did the sudden forget it. I don't know if you watch infomercials at night, but, um, my boyfriend does known for the rotisserie. (laughs) (laughs) And then my grandfather was known because he was, um, at night he's still on TV. He's passed, but his commercial still runs. He was the promoter of the Ginsu knives. So I come Um, from a probably own them because my boyfriend's a freak. And every time I come home, there's some type of weird like (laughs) egg in a cup in the microwave thing on my doorstep. I'm like, why do we own this? Yeah. (laughs) So 
So I come from a very long line of family members who, you know, have done a lot of stuff in that world. And also my cousin, um, my mom's cousin, he was CEO of the company called Palo Alto. So I really go to him a lot of the time and ask him because he's, he's made it really well and, um, he's an investor himself. So I think I'm just surrounded by a lot of people that, um, that have done it before, but are also doing it too. And yeah. so it's just like nice to know that you're not alone. Cause there's so many times where you're like, this is really hard. This is like, you know, for me, it's like acting comes easy. I mean, not easy. It's obviously really hard work and it's like yeah. something I've learned, but it's like, I've known, I've known it for so long and this is just very new. And so it's just like, I've kind of it's scary for me because I'm like, Oh, this is like, I'm not as like confident in some areas. Like I am in my acting and my producing and my singing. And we've, so. we've talked to, with a few women about that on the podcast, um, about how, you know, they were doing one thing and then this was just their passion product and finding your yeah. passion is something we're always talking about. And honestly, a, a lot it's a question we get a lot from our fans. Like, how do I find my passion? How do I know if this is my passion? Like, am I going to risk it all for this? Um, and I think it's just like a gut feeling and you just have to go with it. You just go with it. If you keep thinking about it, I think that's your passion. Like if it was one of those things that I kept on like, researching. And then I kept on like thinking about like the rebrand of illuminate and where I wanted it to go. And so it's like, I kept on thinking about it and I was just like, okay, then I'm really passionate about this. this is, this is something and it means something, obviously. I'm so happy for you. I'm excited to see where it Thank goes. You. Yeah. yeah. We have our new, um, our new product is coming out in the end of November. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to get all the details in case it's an exclusive on the side. And so we can share it with everyone. Yes. So you also recently announced that you have a new album coming out. I do. Amazing. And that's coming out this fall? Uh, The single is coming out in the fall, yes. Okay. Amazing. And what can we expect? You know, um, definitely something different than what I've done in the past. Um, It's more pop electro, I would say. Ooh. And um, it's all upbeat. There's like, you know, I think I didn't do like the normal... um, because in the past, like a lot of my, my record label in the past was very much like, okay, you need some like slow songs and I love slow songs, but like, I don't personally love them myself of like, you know, singing them. And like, I just love to have a good time. And I really wanted this, especially cause the album actually deals with a lot of deeper issues that I really want it to be more of an upbeat, um, album. So, uh, yeah, it's like, it's obviously called symptoms and I have been through a journey recently, um, that pretty much you will obviously learn through the album, but it deals with anxiety and depression. And I think that, um, you know, what I wanted to do was I wanted to create something where I feel like someone at home doesn't feel so alone in what they go through. That's amazing. I'm so excited. You have so many great things coming up. Yeah. You know, it's really cool because I feel like this year for me, um, I just turned 33 and I think that, like with my makeup line and with this album, I would say both are very authentic to who I am. And I think it's a very authentic year for me. And like, I think that for instance, this album is like out of all the projects I've ever done, like I've never done something so vulnerable. And so me, I co-wrote every single song on the album. And just like with Illuminate, Illuminate is really about being your, your authentic self and loving who you are. And, um, I think that that's kind of like, it's crazy because I did not know that they'd be both happening at the same time, but it's like, I think just gonna be a very authentic year for me. Oh, there <laughs> so, you go. I'm yes. so excited for you. You're obviously a mogul in your own right. 
but none of the success happens alone. Who are some of the key players that help you build your business along the way? Maybe outside of the family and entrepreneurial like yeah. foundation that you had growing up. Um, you mean outside of that or, mm-hmm. um, man, I think that, I think a lot of it, um, did have to do with, uh, you know, my mom, I think I, I she's my family, but I mean, it really is like, that's, um, obviously I have a manager and, um, I think that, you know, one of the things that she taught me was that from a very young age, um, not to just focus on one thing. And so when I was younger and I was still trying to make it as an actress, I was doing animations, I did commercials, I did modeling and I did acting. And so it kept me really busy and it kept me doing something. If something wasn't working out in one area, it'd work out in another. And so I think I just kind of carried that through. And I'm really thankful that that's something she instilled in me because for me, um, I just like with everything that I do, I feel like it's, well, especially right now, we're able to do all of those things. And right. back in the day, it was very much like just focus This is the on, one thing you're going to work up yeah. from here for the rest of yeah. your and life. Yeah, and now it's like Very open, different. Very different. Everybody's like more accepting of it. Um, but I do have to say like, I'm very thankful because, you know, I now I have so many things going on. And, uh, and obviously it does take a team. It takes, I have my sister who is, uh, she helps run the operations over at Blondie Girl Productions. Amazing. My, uh, my producing company. So for production company, I'm like so tired. <laughs> Same. And so it's pretty much, yeah. I mean, I think it takes a team. It takes a village and for I sure. have a lot of help. Um, but I think it always came down to like my intuition, to be honest. Yeah. I think from a very young age, I like knew who I was, which is very weird. I I don't know why, but, um, I knew what I wanted in life and I, I knew really young and I've always been told that, that they were like pretty shocked. I mean, it was never like someone telling me to do something. It was like me telling my manager, I want to be on Les Miserables. I want to do that at like seven years old. And then I was touring with Les Miserables. I love that. You know? So (laughs) I was just like, um, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, I think for me, it's just, uh, a team always helps, but I think you should always listen to, to yourself. How is it working with your sister? It's fun. Okay, good. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, obviously, we've been working with each other for years. Um, she actually, when I started my company, I had a producing partner, so she worked under the producing partner, so she she really grew in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it's so great, honestly. Like, it's nice to know that you can really trust somebody. Yeah. Um, because it's hard to trust a lot of people in the business, and it's nice to know that like when I'm not, you know, in the office that she like knows my taste. She knows what I love, what I don't love and, um, can really like guide that. So that's amazing. Yeah. I have two sisters and I always look at Haim and I'm like, guys, what are we doing here? (laughs) Like, (laughs) let's step it up. (laughs) So So lucky that you get to work with your sisters. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about failure. Mm -hmm. While it's amazing. We obviously, you have so much to celebrate coming up. There are obviously bumps in the road along the way. Yeah. What are some of the ways that you've overcome failure? Um, keep going. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it sounds like easy, obviously. Uh, I think that, you know, there are totally, I mean, there's times where I like 
totally quit the business. And I was just like, I'm done at like 17 years old. I was like, I am done. (laughs) But to be honest, I've been in the business since I was three. So it's just like, at that point, I just felt like I wasn't, you know, getting to where I wanted to go. And I really wanted to be on a series. And usually those moments just FYI happen right before something really exciting is going to happen. Um, I remember having that call with my manager being like, I'm done. I don't want to go out for anything anymore. I just had graduated high school and I was really rethinking what I wanted to do. And, um, and then the sweet life of Zach and Cody was like auditioning. And I was like, no, I'm not going out for Disney. I was like, not into it at all. And then, um, they kind of like really got, they were like hyping me up for it. And I was, I think I was just so bummed out at that time in my life. And I'm so glad that I obviously went out for it and it was an amazing experience. It led to the experience of high school musical and changed my life. Um, changed my life too, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I think that there's, you know, tons of times where it's like you, you know, I think, I mean, this business that I'm in is like, I would say 80% failure, (laughs) you know, it's just like life is 80%. I mean, it's like one of those things where you're not going to always get the job, you know? And it's like, there's always going to be bumps in the road, but the most successful people have always gone through that. And I think recently it's so funny because I think that sometimes can like stop us from doing things. Yeah. And it definitely, you know, once I had obviously a lot of people looking at what I was going to be doing next, it really scared me to like make the wrong decision. And, um, I had a lot actually, like I've obviously suffered from anxiety and I had a lot of anxiety around it. And I actually did this like program, which was just this really awesome program recently. That was just like a CD and like a little workbook. And it talks about like fear of failure and how there is no such thing as fear of failure because that's just life. And it's like, what is, you know, it's, it's part of it. And when that happened, that's actually what got me to go back into the studio. It made me not scared anymore. It made me be like more creative and more like not having that on your people mind need and that. stuff. It's just like the it's number really one true. reason why people don't start a business is because they're afraid of failing. Yeah. We've literally done polls and that's why women are not, they're too afraid to fail and be, you know, they're scared of what people will think of their failure. They think they're killing it and they're doing this great thing. And then, you know, so it's no joke. I mean, I, you know, even just like, like I said, if you look at the most successful people, like they have been through failures in their life, they, I don't think they talk about it as much or like people don't talk about it as much, but you just like look through it. And it's like, there's been tons of times where I didn't get the job or, you know, there's like been bumps in the road and stuff. And I just feel like that's what gets you to the next thing. And it's what actually drives you to make something better. And so I feel like, if anything, if you can just like let go of that fear, I think you could be really creative and probably be your, your best self. Never forget Beyonce lost star search. <laughs> That's amazing. Right. Or whatever it was, yeah. whatever that thing was yeah. that she put in the album. And now she's just like, Oh, I'm going to casually drop this and drop this album on you guys. It's yeah. amazing. So yeah. never forget guys. Um, okay, so we're going to head into the part of the podcast what, that we call A Little Work, A Little Party, and okay. we're going to do some hot fire questions with you. Awesome. Okay, great. What do you think it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in 2018? I think it takes believing in yourself. Uh, I think that if you have a great idea, you should just go for it. And, you know, I think that it's, you know, it's not... You have so much to 
to like be able to get it out there, get your idea out there with social media. So it's like, I think create that idea and just do it because if you don't do it, then you'll always be like, I wonder what would have happened if I did it. What is something you've sacrificed in order to achieve success? I think I sacrificed my childhood. <laughs> I mean, no, but seriously, um, no, um, I think that, yeah, I mean, as an actress, obviously, you know, there's things in school that I, um, you know, I, I couldn't be a cheerleader or like I wasn't as active in my public school as I could have been because it was, you know, auditions for me after school. Um, but I really tried hard to, and, and my family was really great at, you know, making sure I definitely had a normal childhood, even though I grew up in this business. Um, I went to regular school, so I did get to experience prom. A lot of my actor friends have never experienced prom. So, um, you know, I think that there's times where also I sacrifice time away from, you know, my family from being really busy and working. Um, so there's definitely things that you sacrifice along the way. What are three things you're grateful for? Oh man. I mean, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful that I get to do what I love to do. What is the best thing to come out of 2018? Man, I mean, I think it's still yet to come. We're still in 2018. And so I have a lot of stuff coming out. And I think, you know, I'm really excited for everybody to hear the album. And I'm really excited for the new product coming out. I guess, yeah, I guess that is really cool. I guess becoming CEO for the first time, that's a really big accomplishment for me. So, you know, it's just something that I've never thought I would you know, get the experience to be. And it's just really cool that it has happened. So that's a very big accomplishment so far. What did you do with your first paycheck? So my first paycheck was probably cashed at Toys R Us um, because I was three years old. I had booked seven commercials in a row. And so, yeah, I was really kind of getting those toys. That was like my drive. It was like the more toys I could get. Um, no, but my biggest, like my big, big purchase, I would say from my, you know, from like literally working since I was three was when I was 16 and I bought an embarrassing car, which was a Lexus IS, but it was bright yellow. I thought it was in the Fast and the Furious. I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. My parents were like, okay, if you want to get a car, you're going to have to, you know, like a nice car, you have to pay for it yourself with your money, or you can get the car that we're going to give you. And I was like, I've got this guys. And it was like a SpongeBob mobile. It was like, and no joke. I had the SpongeBob, like, like the little, like, um, I don't know, even know the pads for your feet, like from hot topic. And I like really leaned into the yellow thing. And it's like, I mean, who was I, I, who was I? Um, I think that was it. I think that's everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for new Work Party mini dropping every Sunday. 